with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What a show. Jacqueline Sweeney, Matt DeBurs. My name is Chris Sheets. It's the uh, pre show podcast thing. Uh, Post show. Yeah, exactly. What you said is exactly right, Jack. Um, I have no idea what's going on. I'm a little bit high on Reese's Pieces right now, I'll be honest with you. (laughs) Uh, Just outside the studio is our promotions department. They just moved there, and they finally put out their Halloween candy. Yeah. And it was full yesterday, and it's just been picked clean like a carcass. What's left? Just peanut butter cups, which is surprising. Mm. Little ones, like little, little, little ones. And so you you can have 10 of those, right? Sure. Yeah, I think that's the equation, the equivalent. Yeah, <laughs> sugar might be spiking <laughs> a little. Uh, coming up in the podcast, you'll hear us battling the chocolate bar challenge. What is the number one kiss and country choice for chocolate bar of the year as that we get close fun. to Halloween? That is uh, coming up. Uh, we've got a cash cow player, and we got all sorts of other fun things. We, we just talk a lot about Halloween because, let's face it, that's all that really matters right now, right? What was your favorite Halloween costume you've ever done, Chris? Oh, hmm. It's going to be our one for tomorrow. Or seriously? Already. I think so. <laughs> I'm with Jack. It's good. Like, I'm not saying it's not good. It's yeah. very And I timely. thought of it, and I'm like, yeah, well, it's okay. I talked about it before, but when I was a cheerleader, right? Oh, um, yeah. And, and my wife, we did the uh, costume, or the couple costumes where she was the football player and I was the cheerleader, and I got more slaps on the rear end. I just loved that night. <laughs> so okay. I can slap you in the bum more, Austin. There man. we go. What yeah. about you, Matt? Um, I would have to say when me and my buddies dressed up as the Publishers Clearinghouse, Oh, okay. that would be so fun. Yeah, we had a guy who was a cameraman. We had a boomstick operator. There's oh, three of us yes. in old-timey suits, and we had a check for a million bucks that you could write your name on, right? and then we could erase it. One of us had flowers and balloons. It That's was, it was amazing. What That's about you, so Jack? Fun. I actually just posted a photo of it on my Facebook yesterday. 11 years ago, Bob and I were a flight attendant and a pilot, right? and we won 500 bucks in a contest. It was so fun. Wow. There's a lot of midriff going on in that oh, costume. That like, if I, I think I still have it in a box somewhere. I don't even think I could get my arm into it. I, <laughs> I know for a fact that I'd rather have you as my flight attendant than Bobby as my pilot. 1,000%. <laughs> he should be sitting in seat 7A. Yeah, me too. Uh, enjoy the show. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. Increasing cloud today with a chance of showers, windy and a high of nine. Even though it took place more than 3,000 kilometers away, the attack on the Pittsburgh Tree of Life synagogue that killed 11 people on Saturday impacted Edmonton's Jewish community. The community gathered at the Beth Israel Synagogue in West Edmonton to show their support yesterday. In sports, the Oilers play Minnesota tonight at Rogers Place. The Oilers hope to win their fourth in a row and someone is going to win a giant 50-50 jackpot. So the jackpot pot is going to start at $46,257. Uh-huh. Mm. And the last time you did something like this with a rollover, what happened? Last year, the prize was over $250,000. No big deal. That is huge. Yes. I already got a ticket to tonight's <laughs> game. <laughs> Yikes. Well, if you like Twitter and you're a fan of the like button, get ready to say goodbye. The founder vowed last week to get rid of the heart-shaped icon soon to improve the quality of debate on the site. I saw a funny meme. Someone was like, well, how am I going to just brush you off without actually answering your tweet? Yes. Like. This is, this is why I want it gone. Yeah. Cause why? Because people never retweet anymore. They're just like, oh, look, I acknowledge you. Heart. Yeah. I want more yeah. retweets. <laughs> oh, I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know. All right, let's do this. It's time for the too early for a question question. 780-421-1039 is the, always the number to call. 
First person that gets it today is going to win tickets to see the Eskimos. Is it a two-pack or a four-pack, Jack? Do you know? Let me find out for you. You just read that question and I'll have the answer when you're well, done. Maybe that should be the too early for a question <laughs> question. <laughs> is it a four-pack or is it... <laughs> All right, here's your question, everybody. 86% of parents admit to doing this to their children. It's a four-pack of tickets. Thank you. 86% of parents admit doing this to their children. Uh, Matt, what's your guess this morning? Lie to them? Lie to them? I imagine that's more like 100%. Yeah, sooner or later you're going to have to tell a little white lie to your kids. Yeah, like saying that what you're eating is really gross and they won't like it. (laughs) 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 That's my favorite lie as of late. (laughs) You do do that for junk food, don't you? (laughs) Yeah, it's so gross. It's so gross. You're not going to like it at all. 780-421-1039. What do you think it is today? 86% of parents admit to doing this to their children. Mm. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Speaking of winning, it's time for the too early for a question question. And the question this morning at 780-421-1039. of parents admit to doing this with their kids. So uh, I'm thinking the answer is feeding the kids something they don't like. Feeding it to them. Yeah. So how how would you uh, actually... How do you do that? I don't know. You mush it up into something okay. like, that, that's unrecognizable. Okay. Like with me, my, my kid doesn't like mushrooms, so... I finally chopped them into like spaghetti sauce. Oh, nice. Good thing is. When she eats it and she says, oh, that's good, I'll be like, yeah, you know what? You just ate mushroom. Ooh. <laughs> Take that, kid. It's like putting a uh, pill wrapped in cheese for your dog. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Same kind of idea. Hey, you know what? That's a great guess and actually a great idea. Jack's writing this down. Yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> Finally, <problem>. chop. <laughs> Have a great day. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Speaking of winning, the too early for a question question this morning. 86% of parents admit to doing this with their kids. DJ, what do you think? Eating their Halloween candy. Ooh, you think that would be the right answer because we're so close to Halloween? Yep. Are you in that 86%? Nope. My kids are older. Yeah, but when they were younger... Oh, yeah, I ate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first step is admitting it. Uh, yeah, I, I remember playing the, like the one for you, three for me game. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good, especially those big chocolate bars. Exactly. Yeah, well, you have to check if they're dangerous. Yeah, it's not just the kids are wired the next day, is it? Poison uh, tester. <laughs> Congratulations, DJ. You got a four-pack of tickets to see the Eskimos take on uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers on Saturday afternoon. Of course, it's 6.30 Chad Santa's anonymous game as well. So please bring an unwrapped toy uh, because uh, they're starting their huge campaign and we're going to make a tower of toys on the field. All right. Thank you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Halloween tomorrow officially, of course. And... Uh, we're going to do the chocolate bar challenge. Basically, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the uh, most popular chocolate bars right here in Canada. And Disclaimer. Just, yes. Some didn't make the list. Some didn't make the list. We like, had to narrow well, yeah, it down. Yeah, there's only eight. <laughs> For example, yeah, my favorite isn't even on the list, the Wonder Bar. Oh, that's a rare find, though. Wonder Bar is a trash chocolate whoa, bar. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't fight yet. Don't even say that. Exactly. <laughs> the fighting has just begun. But here's the thing. It doesn't really matter whether the three of us care or, or for because obviously I would have Wonder Bar in the list. <laughs> He's really hurt or about sn- that. Or, yeah. <laughs> or stick Snickers, maybe. No. <laughs> I didn't make the list as well. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I wasn't really part of this, but anyway. <laughs> you were in the room. I don't, well, pay more attention. I was in the room. Thank you. I want that actually on my tombstone. I was in the room. Anyway. <laughs> also pay more attention. <laughs> 
Okay, back to the fight. You got time to fight, fight, fight. You got time to vote right now. We're going to uh, take your votes on this. The first two that are going to battle, and again, it's like a bracket system, so then the winner of this will, will move on to the semifinals and then the finals, and that's the way it'll work. But the first two chocolate bars we're going to do are the Arrow and the Kit Kat, right? Yes. Oh, oh, this is a tough one. I think the Arrow is actually the one that's the best for you if there's such a thing as a chocolate bar. I think it's got the lowest amount of calories if you really well, look. Well, I can tell you they've been getting smaller over the years. Yeah. This has been my favorite for <laughs> since I was a little girl. And it's about half the size it the used arrow? to be. The arrow? What yes. about the mint arrow? Yeah, it's okay. I yeah. like original. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I think Kit Kat isn't that great. What? Uh-oh. Just because you bang for your buck. You, you drop down $1.50 for a chocolate bar. Yes. You don't get enough in a Kit Kat. I think Arrow supplies more. Yeah. Arrow's full of bubbles. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, no. It's that the is the most ridiculous the argument no, you've ever made. No, it isn't. Here, here's why, here's why I'm going to vote for Kit Kat in this case. Because it's like a toy and a chocolate bar. <laughs> and you need a break. You <laughs> get chocolate all over your fingers. Kit Kat you is, have to break them off. Kit Kat is going to kick Arrow's butt. No but anyway, chance. First vote, Arrow. So. All right. The next four, Kit Kat. Text us at 103.939. <laughs> what do you think? Is it the Kit Kat or the Arrow that moves on in the chocolate bar challenge? We'd love to hear from you. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, this is a lot of fun. We are doing what we call the chocolate bar challenge. We're putting two chocolate bars up against each other head-to-head, and there'll only be one winner at the very end of this, and we will actually do the semifinals and the final tomorrow at this time. But anyway, the first two that battled was Arrow and Kit Kat. Poor Jack. Jack said the Arrow was her favorite. I'm like, yeah. that is the Arrow is just such a generic blah. It is not. It's the milkiest of all of them. The milky. Excuse me, I think you stole that line from a texter. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> I read that line, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's at, very bland. At the end, It is. At the end of the day... Uh, I think Kit Kat got about 90% of the votes. So. Okay, Kit Kat it is. Can you get Kit Kat in Canada? Or in at the what? States? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think Kit Kat, yeah. But at the end of the day, there you go. It's Arrow. It's uh, Arrow has been pushed off to the side. It's gone. With all of its bubbles. Kit Kat moves on. <laughs> and we will... That's trash. Or we're, whatever. We're gonna do. We're gonna do another two here in the next few moments. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll tell you who they are, and we'll get you to vote as we continue to find the uh, the best chocolate bar in Kissing Country Land. Coming up in moments. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Halloween is tomorrow, of course, and the chocolate bar challenge Woo! continues. Kit Kat is moving on in the brackets. Now the question is, in the red corner. Mostly gold and kind of a rectangular shape. <laughs> Please welcome the Coffee Crisp. Uh, uniquely Canadian. Thank Delicious you. treat. Wafer. Chocolate. It's wonderful. Your mom likes it. I'm going to ask a... <laughs> Your mom likes it. <laughs> oh, while she's bringing w- the heat. While, no, while she's true. watching reruns of MASH. <laughs> yeah. Bring me my Coffee Crisp and my tea. All moms from the 80s like Coffee Crisp. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, here's the thing. I'm scared to say this because I'm probably going to look stupid, but when does that stop me before? But are not Smarties also just Canadian? Yes, you're yeah. right. They so are. this is like a battle of Canada. Yes. Coffee Crisp and Smarties. Smarties not really a chocolate bar, but Jack said they need to be on the list because yeah. they're quite popular. And, and you always get them in those like packs. And of course, you always eat the red one last. Yes. Smarties are pure trash. Yeah. Why? <laughs> they're just like chocolate nuggets that are no good. There's no distinctness <laughs> to... Smarties, other than their 
their eye wash coloring. <laughs> I love that. Remember when the purple ones had little sunglasses on them and they last forever? You get a box of Smarties, you can eat it for a whole afternoon. Sometimes you bust off a shell <laughs> of the Smartie and it gets stuck in your gums. Yeah. The worst. Take it from the girl who also loved the arrow, so I don't know. <laughs> hey. You lost a lot of credibility. All right. Coffee Crisp or Smarties? I would... I know who's going to win this one, but we'll do it again because whatever Jack picks, everybody we'll else. take your leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> Who would eat a box of Smarties for the entire day? <laughs> Me. I just opened up the box and just let them fire in like a funnel. Okay. Text us at 103939. Coffee Crisp or Smarties. We want to hear from you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The Chocolate Bar Challenge continues. If you're just tuning in, first of all, welcome to the show. But we're doing a bracket thing. We've come up with what we think are the top eight chocolate bars. They're going head-to-head. And uh, at this time tomorrow, we will announce the winner because we will do the voting. Coffee Crisp and Smarties um, were up second. Kit Kat has already moved on. But uh, who got the most text message votes, Jack? Coffee Crisp. Coffee Crisp. Great choice. Coffee Crisp. Solid chocolate There's a lot of people that like it. I don't know. Like I'm going to tell you this. November six. If you got Watch like, if, if you have got like a bucket of chocolate bars, assorted ones, at the end of the at the end of the nine days after after Halloween, the coffee Christmas Smarties will be the last two in there. I'm Maybe telling in your you, house. it's true. Not What's any- left in your bowl? Smarties. Smarties are trash. Well, but, and not Coffee Crisp, too? I love Coffee Crisp. Hmm. Um, All right. Well, Coffee Crisp, you know what? They're moving on. So congratulations to them. Okay. All right. Let's do another bracket here. We're going to do this quick. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups or the O. Henry Bar. There is a clear front runner in all eight of these chocolate bars, <laughs> and I think it's the peanut butter cups. Yeah. I think they might be They'll be the, the champion. clear favorite. They'll here be the champion. The final. But again, O. Henry Bar, that's the classic, right? There's variety. Yeah. It's the it's I think in in here, the only one with distinct nut flavor. Yeah, yeah you're right. Hmm. Not, I don't like nuts in my chocolate bar. Because I wanted the Cuban lunch to be put in, but that's another <laughs> story. <laughs> the Camaro's Cuban lunch? Yes. Nice. I'll take whichever one. But but let's concentrate on this. Is the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup or the O. Henry? If you had to choose one of those two chocolate bars, which one would you choose? Text us now, 103.939. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Speaking of winning, it's the Chocolate Bar Challenge. If you're just tuning in, of course, Halloween is all about the candy um, and the costumes. But uh, the Chocolate Bar Challenge, we've got like the eight top chocolate bars we thought anyway. And now they're going head to head. And we had, uh, what did we have? Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and O'Henry go head to head. And I thought we might have an upset. It was looking like an upset in the making. But Jack, you just tallied the uh, number of votes at 103.939. And the winner was? Peanut Butter Cups. Okay. But it wasn't as... uh... A late run by O'Henry there. Yeah. It's It's a garbage chocolate bar. By the way, <laughs> see, I, see, oh Henry, there's, there's, uh, there's some, I don't know, there's. I think if you get a fresh O Henry, it's good. You think I think about, <laughs> my dad used to freeze O Henrys, and I think I've chipped a tooth. Oh, on. Yeah, the guaranteed. Fro- you frozen O Henrys are pretty Gross. good. I, yeah, O Henrys not bad, but anyway, all right. Piece, uh, peanut butter cups moves on. So our final bracket. This is the final one, and we need you to text during this commercial break, and we'll announce the winner coming up just at seven o'clock. The final two are the Mars bar and the caramel. There's mm. another clear front runner here, I think. And oh, I think for sure. Jack and I are in the same boat here. Yeah. Caramel. Caramel, the without se- a doubt. The secret, right? Yeah. Isn't there a secret? How do they, How do they get, get, the it? Ca- get it in there? Uh, yeah, it's so hard to say. I, they probably just lay one piece of chocolate in. Upside down, maybe they fill up the box. <laughs> Let him work oh, it out, okay. Jack. There, there's definitely a way. Technical. There's, there's aliens. <laughs> there's aliens. <laughs> <laughs> 
And however they do it, the caramel's great. This is the one, I think, we don't have another one with a filling in it. Oh, I guess the Mars has a bit of a... Yeah. A, a nougat. Caramel. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to th- uh, throw, derail things, but I don't know why the Snickers isn't in there instead of the Mars bar. The Mars and thing. Snickers are the no, same thing. No, they're not. No, <laughs> Snickers, Snickers have has, nuts in them, don't they? And they're they? ten times better than the Mars, but it doesn't matter. All right. You know what? Somebody needs a Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is always like this when he's hangry. <laughs> Mars? <laughs> Mars or caramel? Texas now, one of three. Died, three died. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We got to announce our chocolate bar challenge competitors. Again, if you're just tuning in, we uh, picked what we thought were the top eight. There was a little bit of disagreement and argument there, but we'll, we'll move on. And so uh, the, the top four that are going to go uh, compete against each other in the semifinals tomorrow morning at 6.30. Kit Kat will go against the Coffee Crisp. And the Caramel Bar will go against the winner of the O. Henry and Peanut Butter Bracket Challenge, which was, Jack? Peanut Butter Cups. Peanut Butter, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yep. Somebody said, no way. They said peanut butter is only good on toast. But uh, peanut butter and chocolate are a miracle together, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> two peas in a pod. Yeah. I am They're all, delicious. all over it. All right. So tomorrow, those four will battle it for the champion of the chocolate bar on Halloween. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, boy. Melinda Bedford is on the line, and uh, this lady is like, she is tense. (laughs) She is jacked up. Aren't you, Melinda? Oh, I'm just a tad bit, you know, hearts racing, you know. Okay. All right, good. Well, you work at a dental office. Do you want to give them a shout-out? Hey, I work at Norwood Dental Center, and it's an awesome place to come to. They do good work. They do good work. Okay, well, (laughs) you know what? I know they pay you well. Um, They pay you a a, a nice wage, but wouldn't it be nice to add to that today? Oh, just a little bit. Okay. Just just a tad. Okay, well, you can win up to 1000 bucks. You've heard the the game, and you always thought to yourself, what would you do if you were in that position? Mm -hmm. You're going to get a chance to do what you want to do today with the cow. Oh, my God. I've only been trying for a long, long time. All right. Are you a gambler? Uh, yes and no. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's find out. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Are you ready for stall number one? I am. 125 Okay. That's more Good than start. you had, right? More than you had. Exactly. But I'm going to keep on going. All right. $275. No, another one, please. $300. No, another one. All right. She sounds like she's like a you. woman on a mission. She is. All right. $350. Four stalls, no. 350 bucks. I'm going to keep on going. All right. All right. Well, it's 400 more than I started out with this morning. That's for sure. Uh, Should I keep on going? Uh, We don't Uh, know. in the car with you. (laughs) Oh, no, no, not you. I've got a passenger with me. I got one of my my daughter-in-laws. Okay, this is like you're consulting. Okay, you guys take a minute here because it's 400 bucks. No, no, we're going to keep on going. You are? (laughs) Yep. She knows what she wants. The good news is if it goes sideways, you can blame her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, what the heck? Just, just, there we go. Uh, All right, you're you're sure you want to go another stall? You betcha. All right. (laughs) Yeah. 
Darn. Oh, well. Looks like your daughter-in-law owes you 400 big ones. Exactly. But you know what? I'm no further ahead. I am the same way I was when I started. Yeah. Just yes. just forget about this five minutes in yes. your life, right? Uh, oh, you bet, right. you guys. I, I, like the, I like the way she said, Darn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, right. I had to watch the language uh, and, a and we we appreciate that. Melinda, thank you very much for being a great thank sport. Thank you for playing. Hey, thanks, guys. Have a wonderful day. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You're going to be excited to hear this. There's some <laughs> dentists who actually are encouraging you to eat all of your Halloween candy as quickly as possible. Like what kind of time frame are we talking here? Like just like say if I had seventy five bars, eat them as fast as within I can. a twenty four hour period. They say because <laughs> what? They, they they say they don't they don't say that eating a lot of candy is good for you, but they say it might be better for your teeth because after you eat sweets, the bacteria uh, feed on the sugars and starches left on your teeth will form plaque, and eventually, of course, the plaque you know eats away at your enamel and la 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 and all of a sudden you got cavities but if you do it all at once and then you brush it off you're all good it's that pro <laughs> it's that prolonged thing that you do where it's like you know every few hours you're putting oh. a sweet in your mouth they don't say that's good so okay. just just like we used to just do go on, crazy. on the farm my brother Jason and I we used to dump out our pillow or, or I remember we had pillowcases we'd dump them out in the middle of the the living room floor and we would just go at her <laughs> right you'd be no longer the dentist problem yeah. you'd be the diabetic doctor well problem. you know no, yeah, the yin and the yang, right? So anyway, there you go. There's some good news, I guess. If so you... it validates my current choice yes. when it comes to candy. Yes, exactly. Eat it Shock your body and then go back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yes, Halloween is one sleep away, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, yeah, that's pretty darn exciting, especially for the little people. And uh, Jack, you talked about it at the top of the hour. Yes, trunk or treating. It's a new craze that's taking over, primarily in the States, but it's starting in Canada, too. Let's say you live on an acreage community, you live far apart from each other. Now everyone is getting together either in the school parking lot or the church parking lot or someone's driveway and doing trunk or treating, decorating their cars so it looks like a little front porch and handing out candy. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's uh, pretty cool. So we're wondering, you know, do you are you a trunk or treater or you do something that's maybe non-typical? Like, you know, what's your... Halloween tradition when it comes to trick-or-treating. One year, we actually rented a U-Haul vehicle because we had uh, our friends, the Kellys and Crines, and we just basically got all the kids in the U-Haul van, and we off went. In the back? Yeah, yeah. It was (laughs) rolling around like loose mattresses? I put a mattress in the back so they could drive. Oh, good. Yeah, it was in the country, okay? It was in the country. (laughs) That'll work up the the chocolate in their stomachs. That was before seatbelt laws. Oh, okay. No, Okay, no, it wasn't. Never mind. What's your story? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yes, it's the day before Halloween. We're talking about your unique and uh, just your different uh, Halloween ways of uh, trick-or-treating, like the trunk and treating, which apparently they've been doing in Darwell for a long time. But uh, kind of, uh, well, west of the city as well, they're doing something very special for some kids today, aren't they, Jack? Yeah, it's happening in Spruce Grove. It's a sensory-sensitive Halloween night. So the moms behind it are saying, and and dads, that they don't want to change Halloween. They're holding it tonight instead, and it's for kids with autism or just that are a little more sensitive than others. They're asking um, households in the neighborhood just to turn off their lights, their flickering lights, and keep their decorations to a minimum. And as far as yelling trick-or-treats go, you know, maybe just have candy out so that it's just 
not so much for them. Right. And they're doing it from six to eight tonight, and they have about 30 homes that are on board with it. Okay, awesome. Yeah, just because, you know, not everybody can handle everything, right? So uh, that's what they said, that even a flashing light is, it can set people off. Sure. Great thing. Okay, well, thank you to everybody that's doing that. Uh, we're looking for your unique uh, um, um, stories. I mean, Matt, when you were a kid, you guys just went out like typical teenagers and probably... I stopped. Too- I was a good kid. I didn't go out too late when uh, of age. Yeah. Trick yeah. Or treat. But when I was younger, we did the pillowcases. No parents. Yeah. Um, which was an anomaly. Yeah. And we... We went out there till like nine nine thirty. I right. felt bad. Like some people were awful rattled when we came to the door. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. You went pretty late. And, yeah. And Jack, I mean, your tradition around your house is that if people come to your house, they get the fireball, right? Yes, they do. If they yeah. want it, some. If they want it, kids, <laughs> good. That's awesome. Warm them up for the adults. And I'd say when I first I moved into my house about eight years ago, yeah. it was not well received. Yeah. At yeah. All. <laughs> yeah. Like, now people are starting to come around to it. They're called the alcoholic house, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically. How many kids do you get? Because I went through your neighborhood once, and it was the busiest neighborhood I've ever seen. Oh, we're all very active in yeah. the neighborhood. I'd say about 100 kids. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I... I have, like, little bags, little treat bags ready for everyone. And You do bags? Yeah. yeah. You're hardcore. Yeah. That's awesome, though. All right. I, um, something tells me you don't want to go to Matt's house for candy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, or fireball. Exact opposite. We get, like, eight uh, kids. Yeah. And I get a well, giant be- thing of candy. But that's because they know you only give them one little Tootsie Roll each. <laughs> like, Not here you true. go. No. You get lots, kids. If you can find my house, you're going to get lots. <laughs> I couldn't find it this weekend. 780-421-1039 or text us at 103939. We'd love to hear from you this morning. What is your Halloween tradition or how do you handle the whole trick-or-treating? This is the Kissing Country Chris Jack. And Matt podcast. Trunk or treating thing has become a pretty big thing where you, people are actually decorating their vehicles. They're all getting together in, like like you say, in a church parking lot or, yeah. or maybe somewhere in the subdivision. So all the kids can just kind of go from trunk to trunk to trunk to do their trick or treating. And it's uh, fun. Yeah, we're looking for your kind of unique stories or your stories about the trick or treating aspect. This texter says, We're with Jack. We have a keg in our garage and red solo cups for the parents. Hmm. But now that I think about it, my husband and Jack know each other. So maybe that has something to do with the tradition. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> yeah, they're cut from the same cloth, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person says, we fill clear gloves with loot. We become the neighborhood fave. So much pressure. Our yard is very spooky and my kids are grown now, but I still love doing it. And the trick-or-treaters love it. That comes from Cheryl. Like they feel like the rubber glove, like the gloves the doctors use gloves? I guess. Like those kind of gloves? Yeah, and then they I fill them with so. and fill Candy. Them with, fill them with candy? Like fill That's kind of cool. Twix bars are like fingers anyway. Or, or would you put like Kit Kat? Fingers in the fingers. You don't. No, too wanna, wide. Too wide. Yeah, too wide. <laughs> you can't undo the package. Arrows. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tracy at 780-421-1039. Do you do anything unique? No, not really. Are you pretty standard? Pretty standard. I used to dress up and scare the crap out of the kids when they came to the door. See, that's fun. <laughs> I had an, my Aunt Linda used to do that too. And we were like so scared to go, but yet we so wanted to go. It was so confusing. <laughs> You know. <laughs> but you knew it was Linda the whole time, right? Wow. Yeah. But you always question, like, did the ghost take her over? Yeah, it's so hard to say, right? <laughs> Only this one day a year. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It hey, was fun. Thank was you fun. so much. Thank you so much. Have a good what's, day. what's your name? Tracy. Thanks, Tracy. Thank you. Bye. Trick or treating stories. Yes, Kimberly. So, my brother, we always put out cap bowls of candy. One year, all the candy went missing in like five minutes, right? <gasps> okay. So, the next year, we put out the same bowl. And it says, take one or else. And my brother hid in our trees and was watching the kids. And he watched the kid take the whole bowl of candy. Right. Well, he was sitting in the bushes with a paintball gun. (laughs) 
He never actually hit the kids. But let's just say that bowl was more full than when that kid showed up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And, so were their, and so was their underwear. <laughs> yeah, probably. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But we're talking trick-or-treating, of course, and uh, well, it's happening tomorrow night. Yes, we're talking about your traditions. This one's neat. This text says, My kids spend a week with me and a week with their dad. Well, one year they were going to be with him for Halloween. So the weekend before, I called up all of my friends and I told them to be ready because we were going trick-or-treating. My kids got a big haul and they loved it because it was their own special day. My friends all loved it because they were the only ones that got that were spoiled rotten. And we got longer visits at each house. Still my best Halloween memory. There you go. And that actually leads to another question that maybe we'll get to either today or tomorrow, which is a lot of people think that the Halloween should actually be on the Saturday before Halloween. It would That's be right. So much better for all the kids. And just like you say, it would just be always a be on a Saturday. I yeah. hear all these stories and they're amazing. Yeah. But I just go back to when I was a child. Yeah. And I just think my parents were an anchor. Yeah. Right? I wanted to get house to house. They stopped and chatted at every house oh, or I every see. trunk. Yeah. They were having the fireball. Let's like, go. That's such let's a go. pain in the butt, right? Because like, go. I've been to this trunk. The next car is right there. Just let me go. I got to get more candy. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually remember that too. Let's go. Because especially on the farm, you would go like into the oh, house yeah. and mom and dad would be visiting or whatever. Uh, Jeannie, what's your uh, uh, story? Actually, it's not, it's not mine. It's my nephew down in Calgary. They have a very uh, kid-filled neighborhood. <laughs> yes. So they sit out. Uh, they Their whole cul-de-sac sits out on their um, driveways. All of the adults have drink stations. My nephew does a big chicken wing deep fry. And they've got candy, and they put out games, and they just their whole cul-de-sac takes part. Wow! Whoa! The Halloween tailgate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly what it is, and they start at you know six p.m. or whatever, and hopefully get all the kids home to bed at some point. And I'm sure there's still a few neighbors hanging around on the driveways. Uh, I Mom, why is my candy all greasy? Oh, that's just the chicken wings. <laughs> 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 hey, Lisa, what's your trick-or-treating story? Well. I am so excited about Halloween this year. I haven't been around for the last five Halloweens. So me and my sister-in-law's go on trips to like Palm Springs. So yes, I'm gonna. I've got a costume for my dog. I've got a costume for me, and I can't wait till all the little kids start coming to the door. Oh, it is the best. I remember uh, Karen reminded me. My wife reminded me this about this uh, last night when uh, she was also decorating for Halloween because she's like you and I'm like your husband. But she said, "You remember when that little person came dressed as a chicken?" which I think Jack's little one might be this year. <laughs> yes. But this little chicken came to the door and uh, with a bunch of other kids. And all all that little chicken said was when we opened up the door, bark, bark. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about if when is Halloween done for kids at what age i know our kids they actually were done before their parents were we were we still wanted to go out with them and they're like really? no we're finished dad you know mom and dad we're really done i think we even drug carter out with his buddies one year just because his parents wanted to go one more year Aww. right you know but it's different i don't know it's different in the country because again it's, it's a lot further to go to get well, to the and houses. You, dr- you drive to the to places and you get to go see all of your friends if, if like when matt was a little guy you guys just went out and suburbia i mean yeah. houses are stuffed upon houses it's always <laughs> nice yeah and, and it didn't really matter to your parents. No. I mean, it did, but it didn't, right? They weren't really part of it, so to speak. They just, really. they, they got to reap When we were room. younger, yeah, but as soon as we got older, we soloed it. Yeah. So the question is, when is uh, it, it too long? Is 16 years old? As you said, Bathurst, they say it's illegal to uh, trick or treat. After 16, After 16 yes. years old. What do we, our listeners think? Well, there's lots of texts here. You can be 80 years old and I 
am still going to give you candy if you're dressed up for Halloween. Which is what Matt person. said, right? Yeah. If you actually put some effort into it. So if I'm at your front door. Dressed as an dr- old man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or I, I, I drew on like a dressed. cat whiskers and I'm putting out a dart in your front step. Yeah. You'd still give me some candy. <laughs> Put some effort into it, yeah. Then that's why I don't think there's an age limit, says another texter. If you come to my house dressed, I don't care how old you are. I'm going to give you some. So, yeah, I think it doesn't matter. Just put some effort in. But they did say, I'm probably going to make you sing, I'm a little teapot. Yeah, and if the kid's got a lower voice than you, trick or treat. <laughs> hey, uh, trick or treat. <laughs> I've heard that kid. Uh, Jessica has a, an opinion, and we'd love to hear yours, too, at 103939. How, well, what's the point where uh, the kids should shut her down as far as trick or treating goes? Text us now. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Asking the question at 780-421-1039, how old is too old for trick-or-treating? Jessica said, if you look 15 or older, I am for sure making you sing on my porch for your candy. Ah, yeah. What do you want to hear? I'd do anything. Yeah, for your <laughs> this candy. This person says, I think that once kids are the age of 12, they should not be out there trick-or-treating. And the reason I think that is because 95% of those kids out there don't care about bumping and pushing little ones and getting in the way of trick-or-treating. It is for the little ones, and they just do stupid things. Hmm. You can buy cigarettes. Yeah. You don't need to trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could just, yeah, buy a whole box of candy. It's yours. 780-421-1039. What do you think? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, I'd be rich. Uh, somebody still uh, potentially has won $60 million bucks. We haven't heard yet who that might be. Uh, again, and somebody might be rich at the... Uh, Oiler game tonight with that 50-50 being held over. Rolling so over. Maybe a jackpot of about $250,000. Way more important for me, anyway, is that just win another game in a row, guys. Oh, yeah, I don't know if they won four games in a row last year. Like, seriously, <laughs> they're they're off to a nice start here. Matt's uh, not as bullish as He's I am just about cautious. things. But... I'm tempering my excitement because yeah. the past, I don't know, 12 yeah. years have yeah. taught me to do so. I've, I'm 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 all in. Chris is, uh, he had a map out earlier yeah. and he was drawing the parade route. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cool bus is going to be in it. I will speak here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll follow the team with the boss. I'll have my annoying blowhorn right in that corner. Hey, he'll be ready. I'll be ready. Thank you, Jack. Uh, Halloween right around the corner tomorrow, of course. We're talking about what is the age when kids uh, should shut her down when it comes to trick-or-treating. We got one from another perspective here. It's a kid that was actually made to sing, but he was only 11 or 12. He says, I was getting made to sing when I was 11 because people... People thought I was 16 because I was so tall. Oh, One of okay. the homes didn't even give me candy. There you go. Talking oh. problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just that cl- that hits close to home. Uh, As a, few, a fellow tall kid, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but lots of people saying, you know, let them be little. They can decide if they're dressing up. Why not? All right, Simone and Jordan are both younger, and they've got great opinions, and we'll get to those in a moment. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Canadian girls, there's Dean Brody kissing in the morning with Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney, Hello. Matt DeBurs. Hi. Hi. And the cash cow, <laughs> your chance to play and win at uh, 4 o'clock this afternoon with Greg Reynolds. It's 8.37. Uh, talking about trick-or-treating and at what age should the kids, uh, well, no longer be on the streets doing that kind of stuff. Cassandra brings up a very good point. Keep in mind that chronological age doesn't necessarily always reflect cognitive age or mental age. Right. That's so true. that's what you should be asking at Fair the door. Enough. So Matt can still trick-or-treat. <laughs> yeah. for years (laughs) I think I'm good till I'm about 90 All right, what about you Simone you know what I trick or treated until I think I was 17 years old and I had friends who were out getting high stealing drinking and you know what 
If you want to trick-or-treat at my door, be in costume, say trick-or-treat, be respectful, and I don't care how old you are. There's so many other things that they could be doing nowadays, especially yeah. without being legal. Right. You go trick-or-treat. Just be respectful. That's all it is. Thank you, as always. All right, Jordan, trick-or-treating, what's the age you should stop? I've been on the fence on this one for a while. I'm 22, and obviously I'm not going to go out trick-or-treating. Right. Um, honestly, 18, 19 is probably a decent cap, because the way I see it, like, I grew up in rural Saskatchewan where there's nothing to do but watch the hay grow and drink your face off in the field. Kids want to go trick-or-treating when they're 17. I mean, it keeps them out of the field doing drugs, yeah. drinking, and getting themselves into trouble, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know what? You, just like Simone, you know what? Back-to-back -back, uh, calls, it makes sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. they, you'd be doing a lot worse things. You're right. And, uh yeah, I, I think as long as you put effort into it, like as long as your costume isn't just, hey, I'm dressed as a teenager, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, just let let teenagers have a little bit of fun left. You know, we don't have much childhood left until we're thrown into the real world. Yeah, it's true. So Get a job is what I say. <laughs> <laughs> what if they have Halloween off? <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So the players on our wonderful... Uh, junior team, the Edmonton Oil Kings, are having this public speaking event where they're all going to speak tonight at the Salisbury High School and they're going to kind of do this little thing and I'll be there uh, to give them a little bit of a speech at the beginning just to show them what not to do. <laughs> but anyway, these kids are all going to speak and not all of them are going to want to get up there and speak in front of their peers. I guarantee that. It's terrifying. Yeah, it really is. They say a lot of people would rather, what would they rather do? Die than actually do the eulogy at a wedding, right? Or a it, funeral, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of jokes there <laughs> yeah there is a lot of jokes that's the there. thing like people think us radio announcers yeah. like public speaking comes naturally for yeah. a lot of people it's hard still it, not you but yeah a lot of people <laughs> no I mean I'm amazing at it yeah you're like the Barack Obama of radio announcer speeches yes I am Chris <laughs> all right you gotta go uh, uh no, that's Trudeau all right, what about you? Have you ever had a public speaking fail, or have you actually witnessed one that was terrible? Wedding ones are bad. Oh, The person who comes up and says, I'd written a speech, but I'm not going to use it, is always, <laughs> always going to be a bad one. What or, do I do if jokes don't land, Chris? Uh, just tell another one quick. Chris doesn't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, that song was number one in country music back on this date in 1995, so we just had to play it. It's David Lee Murphy and Dust on the Bottle, Kiss in the Morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 8.53. Wow, what a show. What a show, what a show. Fun. Normally, I get a chance to at least go get a second big glass of water and never get a chance to <laughs> nope. get it today. Uh, it was awesome. We found out, thanks to the too early for a question question, that 86% of parents do this to their kids. The answer was steal their Halloween candies. Yeah. We, we then had a, tax. Yeah, we then did the the uh, chocolate bar challenge. We will have the final four finalists go up against each other on Halloween tomorrow. Kit Kat, Coffee Crisp, uh, Reese's Peanut cu Butter Cups, and Caramel. And I know there's others that should be thrown in there, like uh, the Wonder Bar, of course. But <laughs> yeah, to say Nobody it. eats Wonder Bars. Yeah, he does a uh, lot. I love it. <laughs> There's one person. He's always <laughs> bucking the I trend. <laughs> I love, yes, no, you're 100%, 100% right. No, he really likes them. I love the Wonder Bar. I don't know. It's but what you you do learn when you do things. I bet like you this. like big Turks too. No way. No, isn't that got cherry in it or something? Yeah. Yeah. Gross. How about, how about a 
of Butterfinger. <laughs> Are you just going to keep nailing them? No. Keep, e-more? keep throwing them out. Emore's okay. Score bar. I really want to score in the top eight, but. Yeah, scores? Not mm. a, I don't think you'd get scores Halloween candy. No, I don't think so either. Scores are good. And scores are great. Blizzards. 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 Yeah. yeah, exactly. We could talk. Could you tell we could talk cookie all day? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Peanut and M&M's. Uh, unfortunately, we did not have a winner with the cash cow. Um, she, so sorry, Melinda. Yeah, she was at 400 bucks and then she went one more, one more, and moo. was the moo thing happened. And uh, yeah, and then we, we're also going to talk more about Halloween tomorrow, which is going to be awesome. Uh, going to uh, speak at the public speaking event for the Edmonton Oil Kings. The team is all, they're all going to be doing little three minute speeches. And I'm sure that, you know, they'll be trying to do it and all their buddies will be laughing and snickering. So it'll be, you know, it's going to be a challenge for them. And public speaking is not easy for everybody, right? No, it's not. Including this texter that said, I hate public speaking. On my leadership course, we had to teach a class. Well, it was just to our small class, but I still had to get up in front of people. Hmm. I apparently started out well, but my friends all said, they knew exactly when I quit breathing and I froze. <laughs> Needless to say, I had to do that portion over again. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm. And then you stand up there and then you find out your fly was open the whole time. Oh, there's always something. That was just me maybe at my 4-H speech once. Somebody did say you will always have a number of malfunctions during speeches. You just got to stay on your toes and roll with the punches. There it is. Thank you so much. Lindsay Ray on your radio next. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.